Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. others 
as we love ourselves. And for me, it's loving God and uh, with all my might, mind, and strength. So me, love is, is uh, I guess you, I just say love is the core, the core of my existence, and I believe the core of our universe. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that the, the number one thing we have to do to really have any kind of change is to love ourselves. Because if we're not loving ourselves, then we're going to have those blinders on. We're not going to, we're not going to be willing to change. We're not going to want to connect. We're not going to have compassion. You know, like each one of those steps, that's not going to come. It's not going to come if we're not loving ourselves. And and it, all of these steps, as we talked about, always start with ourselves. But I think love is really the most important one that we that we start with ourselves. And I think that if you want to take it down. I'm a type of person that like that can live really, really nicely in black and white. And so if you want to take it down to the simplest terms, it's either love or fear. And that's really what it what it comes down to me uh, comes down for me. Um, either I'm I'm acting in love or I'm acting in fear. And I think that when we can really uh, truly love ourselves accept ourselves, um, allow ourselves to be kind to ourselves, to give ourselves time, to give ourselves, um, you know, uh, you know, invest in ourselves, to do those daily things to fill our cup, right, so that we can give from a, from a place of overflow, not from our last few drops. Um, that's when we can really create massive change, not only in ourselves, but in the people around us Hey, I'm here. I can just not, I can only hear like every, it's, it's not working. Say that again. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. 
I can. There we go. It's a little bit better. I'm good. How are you guys? We are good. And we are excited. Now I can hear you. Yay! Yay, I'm excited to be here. So, um, we are talking Step 12 tonight. Um, It is our introduction call. And we are talking love. So, Terry and I have already talked about what we think of when we think of love. How about you share with us, what is it that you think of? What comes to your mind when, when you think of love? Uh, I think that there's all different kinds of love um, is what I think of. Um, I think of, um, you know, I I think of my husband first and foremost, and I also think of my son, and I think of my family, and I think of my dog, of course. Right. Mm. Yeah, I think think that that that's uh, Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. I think that's really important. Like sometimes we we only think of love in the romantic style, right? Like you said, your husband. Um, but there's all different kinds. You know, our pets, our families, our children, um, even our work, right? Yep. You know, I think one of the things that is, you know, when I coach people and I'm talking to them who, and they're frustrated about finding love and it sets up an expectation of, you know, I need to find someone and, and it's actually something that I've always kind of thought about and struggled with. How do you have someone, um, there has to be an intention of being loving in order to bring love into your life. So how do you do that? Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, enjoying the relationships that you have and seeing and investing in those relationships brings more love into your life. Is there what? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. A tool. I think, you know, in turn, I'm losing you guys again. Now I can hear you a little better. Are you saying, is there a tool that I use? Yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, uh, one of the most important things that I always feel like, you know, that I've gotten and that I want my clients to connect to is that um, living with intention and how that can, you know, you're not just going to directly work on the thing that you're focused on. You have to work on all facets, facets of your life. So living with intention versus living with expectation. And I think it's important because I think it's hard and sometimes the hard things are really, you know, where the growth happens. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think intentions are really powerful. And um, I think, um, you know, being being more loving to yourself in the relationships you already have, um, all that um, all that's gonna gonna bring it more into your into your focus, into your uh, how you're showing into up. reality. Yeah. yeah, and I yeah. think you know investing in the uh, you know just investing in the life that you have to get the life that you want 
is, you know, a, an addendum to that. And I think it really, yeah. it, it works. Yeah, I think, uh, too, you know, because we're talking about how all of the other steps kind of culminate in this uh, capacity to to be to be love, you know, to actually think in loving terms, to speak in loving words, to act in loving behavior. And to me, I think for my life, when I was able to more invest in the present and detach from specific outcomes was when I surrendered. And for me, that step of surrendering was really huge. And being able to surrender to, and for me it was surrendering to God, you know, to my higher power to just say, okay, I trust you. I'm going to live each day to the fullest. I'm going to love myself so that I have an overflow of love to give to others. And I'm just going to trust that today is what today is meant to be and tomorrow is tomorrow and not be attached to specific outcomes that helps, you know, helps me to get, maybe make a break through that wall of uh, beating myself up or not, you know, not quite understanding how important it was to love myself first. Absolutely. I think that that's kind of, you know, square one, you know, um, yeah. Of it all, and and I, you know, uh, you know, and it. I think there's also an expectation for me as a coach that I'm supposed to, because I feel like I'm supposed to have already gotten it all, and that I don't need to remind myself. But this is, I think, a reminder that we all need to have um, all the time. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think. Um, um, yeah, that's definitely a trap that I think coaches can get in it's like oh I have to show up like I have it all together um, but nobody nobody has it all together that's you know that's the, the point of life it's a constant it's a constant practice a constant uh, process of of you know of getting better but I don't think I don't think any of us are going to get to that point where we're like oh I'm done right I made it totally I think it's, you know, but it is hard to, um, you know, how do you, how do you, you know, not set up the expectation for yourself, but I think that it's, you know, living in with faith and that's, I think that's something that we all struggle with. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Expectations are those tricky little things, man. You think you, you've let some go and then you realize you have a whole bunch you didn't even realize you had. Um, and, and I find that with love, especially we, I mean, everybody grew up differently, you know, with their parents, their siblings, you know, we were all, um, treated differently. We all have this, this, you know, view of how we want to be loved and, and, um, what we think love looks like. And I don't think we have that conversation enough with each other to see if they match up or just um, like especially in our um, romantic relationships I know for me I came into my marriage thinking that my husband had the same idea of what marriage was or what love between two you know a married couple looked like and we did not not even close I mean his parents marriage was completely different from my parents marriage and my and my dad passed away when I was 15. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I I romanticized the first 15 years, right? So 
I had this whole whole idea of what I thought um, what I thought my husband should do and what you know what that meant and what it didn't mean. I mean, if he didn't take at the beginning, if he didn't take the trash to the street on our trash day, that meant he didn't love me. You know, and all it meant was he didn't think about it, right? But we have right. all of these we have all of these expectations of what of what it means, you know, because of the way that the way that we were raised. I think that it's one of the uh, the downfalls of most relationships, actually. Yeah. Is that people, you know, but I think it's also you don't know what, you know, you don't know what your assumptions are until it gets put up against somebody else's assumptions. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I think that's why they call it the honeymoon stage, because you guys don't. <laughs> Right? You don't you don't really know what you don't know yet and then when you when you hit that wall that's when it's over. The honeymoon stage that is. <laughs> but yeah, I think that um I think love is, is so complicated and yet so simple. it's it's one of those things that um everybody wants <laughs> you know? A hundred percent. I mean, I think that so many of my clients come in and talk about dating and um, and trying to find the right person, but they also have really, you know, it's all about the expectations of what they should have or, you know, but, um, you know, I also feel like you have to think about um, really what's the most important, you know, what's really important to you and what's maybe not important to you um, because not everyone is going to have every, everything and that's okay. And, but like, what are the important things in your, you know, in your life, you know, for my, my husband and I, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but, you know, we both like to go to sleep early. We both, um, you know, we don't drink, not because, you know, we have any, religious or sobriety issues, we just don't really enjoy it. And I think that, you know, having, again, going back to what you're saying about having similar expectations, like having a similar and complementary preferences of how you live your life, to me, is important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm a night owl, and my husband likes to go to bed early, and that has definitely caused a lot of issues in our marriage. So yeah. I totally get that. But I think something you said earlier, Betsy, is really important, is that if you become a more loving person, you're more likely to receive more love. And I know mm-hmm. I was telling Kelly about a story I saw, and I think it was on Facebook or somewhere on the Internet, about a, a young wife who couldn't stand her mother-in-law. And just to make a mm-hmm. short story, um, she went to a wise person to ask ask how, well, I guess actually she wanted to, poison her mother-in-law so she was went to someone that could give her some poison that she could slowly feed to her mother-in-law and the person gave her gave her some kind of a placebo and said while you're administering this i want you to be the most kind loving person you can to to this person to your mother-in-law and to treat her with kindness and respect and and every wish that she has to fulfill her wish so 
she did that, you know, thinking that she was giving going to be free of the, you know, the relationship. She treated her with such kindness and such love, and pretty soon she just, she was so afraid that she was killing her because she actually ended up loving her. And it was right. just a, an interesting story of she totally changed her mother-in-law's reaction to her because she looked at her mother-in-law through another lens, and that was the lens mm-hmm. of service and the lens of, you know, loving her. And so I think that's happened in my life sometimes, someone that I wasn't getting along with or someone I felt, you know, didn't like me or whatever, I've, I've changed my mindset to say, well, how can I be as nice as I can be and as kind as I can be to that person? And they end up being sometimes your best friend. So it's just yeah. that we can only change our mindset, right? We can only change exactly. our attitude. And so as we take that responsibility for relationships being positive, you know, sometimes it's a toxic toxic relationship and you just you let it go but when it's your other part like you're just wanting to have a relationship with the family you can change the way that you think and the way you talk and act and when you're more loving they are going to be more loving as well so when you said that that just kind of sparked that little story in my mind kind of a dramatic uh, example but it really gets the point across yeah Totally. No, I think it works for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I kind of had a situation like that. Well, not that traumatic, obviously. To uh, Grandma and his mom came to our house for Christmas a couple of years ago, and um, I just made it a point to get her. Oh, I'm losing you again. Yes, no, I'm losing you guys again. Oh. Um, yeah, there we I go, that, a little bit. Okay, good. I think that we can, um, we can improve pretty much any relationship just depending on how we choose to view the person. Approach it. Um, you know, yeah. If we can have innocence, you know, see the other person's innocence. Um, I, I think you know, that's see what they thing. are doing. Yeah, for sure. See what they are doing instead of what they're not doing. Right. You know, uh, just where we're putting our focus. Hundred percent. But I also do think that, um, you know, there's also a point at which you can say, you know, this person isn't for me and if you know I, I think that yeah, seeing people's innocence oh, I'm hearing there we go hello that's okay yeah. I think it's important to also have boundaries you know to a certain degree just because you know seeing someone's innocence to a certain degree gives you the peace of mind but then you can also say I I can see your innocence, and sometimes also people are just not good. You know, you also get the right yeah, to just be like, yeah. this person's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that boundaries are um, huge. Um, it's, it's not just like boundaries. Act. It's, 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 it's,
I'm losing you guys again. Yeah, I can kind of hear you. What? Yeah, we lost Betsy, um, but I thank you guys for coming out. Um, hopefully you were able to hear us tonight. Apologize if we had some uh, a bad signal, um, but we, we thank you uh, for coming out. Um, we look forward to hearing, uh, seeing you guys again next week. And um, until then, everybody, be fearless. Good night. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.